Hi, listeners. Before we get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, a decision that stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive health care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans, a decision that could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to podvoices.help, P-O-D-V-O-I-C-E-S dot help. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word. Thank you. Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your gentle and kind GM, Uwu, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Stace Babcock. Woo, yeah, I'm here. Still here. Still awesome. Alex Finn. I almost was put another pretzel in my mouth, and I think Daniel would have found me and destroyed my me if I did that. I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. And Samson Davis. I got nothing in my tummy except water and NOS, so let's fucking go. Woo! (laughs) Okay. Well, speaking of things that you shouldn't put in your tummy. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) What you got in your dice tray, Samson? Obviously, you don't eat dice, no matter how much you want to, no matter how much they look tasty. And the tastiest dice that you shouldn't put in your mouth is obviously diehard dice. Wonderful online purveyor of acrylic and metallic dice of whatever color you'd like and you can get these wonderful high quality always roll high dice for 10 percent off just use our code explorers one at checkout and you could be rolling nat 20s and not putting them in your mouth <laughs> no matter how much you want to <laughs> okay well who remembers what happened last time alex why do you say alex because i think you should choose which your castmates has to do the recap what the fuck? I get to choose who I love more. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to explain which way it shows my love. Um, okay, I'm rolling for it. Evens are Stace, odds are Samson. What? You have a choice? You're not going to pick Dan? Wait, I could pick Daniel? Yes. Yes. The choice is on you. He gave you the this power. This is a democracy, and... He has to honor it. I got it even, so it stays. Stace <laughs> comes through the computer and stabs me. <laughs> this is how I'm murdered. I wouldn't stab you, Alex. It would be much worse. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) She wouldn't spill a drop of blood. So, uh, yeah, we found the fire. We got up in there. Nix ate Garrus. And once we got in the fire room, we see this gigantic bonfire that is mostly orange and blue, but with a little little swirl of black every now and then because it's corrupted. And there was an unfolded tesseract above it with a lady stuck to it. Yay! Whose name is Mir. Yeah. Seems to be very in tune with the Tesseract. That's how I store my ladies. She was, like, real sad about losing all of her connections to all the auditors. And a mandible popped out of her face and like, one of the baddest-ass things ever. She just tore it away. It was always an option. Always an option. And then she was like, hey, yo, yeah, you can purify the fire either by putting it out, which would kill me, and then rebuilding it. Or would probably kill me, or by just making it, like, hella bigger. So Dilly takes his most unstable, powerful forms of Io, combines them into a bomb, places them, well, Cha-Cha places it into the fire, held by Astor. While Dilly's building the bomb, Nyx and Cha-Cha make a barricade stitch out in the hallway, drop the bomb, bomb goes off, the flame marks on the crew's arms blaze with fire, pillars of fire. And Nix's mandible thing hurts much less, and it feels like she's got some dead tissue under her cheek, which I imagine should be addressed soonish. And then go back inside. Turns out, bad news. Muir's bottom half of her body is gone. Oops. Good news. It's been to wholly cauterized, so, like, she's still good to do her thing. A little disappointed in, in the loss of the legs. But long story short, Dilly volunteers to be an auditor, because there's going to be some changes around this place. And eats the auditor discs, then becomes an auditor, and now has a connection with Muir and with Cha-Cha and Nyx. And 
at that point, it's time to leave the forge. No exit key, no problem. Cha-Cha teleports everybody outside of the foundry to the portal. And Nyx and Astor go through the portal first just to see what's up. You know, see if it's going to be a big deal, big problem. And there's no one in the room anymore except for the bloodstain where Carlisle ran into the wall out of terror. And despite the reinforced nature of the room, we could hear the sounds of war beyond the walls and smell the smoke. And that's where we ended the episode. Yep. Excellent. So that's what Nix and Aster see. The other two stayed behind. Right. So Nix will stick her head back out the portal and be like, yo, this room's empty, guys. It's not trapped. I don't know, but it's empty. We're standing, like, we're standing inside of it. Like, come on in. Let's look for trap. Yeah, let's walk to the trap and look for the trap. Yeah, no, that's exactly what I was thinking, Dilly. Yeah, we're on the same page. (sighs) Damn it. So, Dilly, you step across the portal, and I need you to make a intellect defense. Okay. Of 21. Nice. Cognitive memory going to apply here? No. (sighs) Intellect of 21. Two free levels of ever bring it to a 15. Try, will try. Seven. Okay, so you step through, and all of a sudden you can feel all these other connections to Guardian Marks. Most of them are very faint. Not because they're far away, but because they're so twisted. But even then you can feel Muir reaching out through the fire and through you to all those connections to try to fix what was done. Some of them you can feel getting a little bit brighter, like they are being fixed. Others you see almost instantly snuffed out. And it is an overwhelming sense of all these things. So you are going to fall to your knees and take 10 intellect damage. Daily falls to his knees and then onto his face. He is debilitated again. Nix looks down at Dilly, looks up at Chasha, and is like, so, uh, we should, like, maybe take, like, a rest, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Rest. Do we have time? I think so. Do we have time not to? Unconscious Dilly? I think we, we, yeah. I'm not unconscious. I'm just, hold on. Dilly shifts his head so he's not talking into the floor. I'm not unconscious. Oh. But yeah, can we afford not to? Like... We don't, we probably don't have ten hours, is what I am telling you guys. Because that's my only recovery roll left. All right. What if you and Cha-Cha... Cha-Cha, what if we... No, you need to rest too. How much rest do you need, Cha-Cha? Do you think like a short short break here? I was thinking maybe we could just teleport out, get the lay of the land, teleport back. <clears throat> Is there a window in this bish? Not in this room, no. There's a reinforced door that you have a shaper key that you already molded to, so you could unlock it and go out that door, but there's no window in this particular room. Cha-Cha, do you need a full full night's rest? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, I can move around and we can just leave Dilly and it's like, whatever. No, I don't think that's the answer. (laughs) I agree. Nyx will put her ear against the keyhole in the reinforced door and see what she hears on the other side. Mm. Give me some sort of perception roll. I think your target is 12. We'll spend two levels of intellect. 16. Okay. You do not hear any sounds of anybody outside the door, or at least immediately outside the door. You can hear distant booms, you know, the the sounds of war. Maybe a distant shriek. Can't tell if it came from a man, a woman, or something else. But nothing bright outside the door. Alright, Nyx will open the door, look left, look right. It appears to be an empty corridor. It looks ransacked, like somebody came through here and like was tearing at things, but they couldn't get into this door. All right, guys, hallway looks clear. I'm just going to go see if there's a window. This is like the high man's view, so see if I can just get an understanding of where the fight is and sit tight, and I'll be right back. Do you want to go into one of the other private rooms, or do you want to go into the offices to find that window? What is the highest vantage? The office and the private rooms are probably equally tall. As far as where the high man's view is positioned, like, I don't think it really matters which one you pick, at least in terms of vantage point. Yeah, Nix will go for an office. She's gonna assume that nobody's, like, working solitarily in an office. Pulling in those weekend hours. She goes for the nearest office. So you go into the office. It's really torn up. And on one side of the office, over by the window, you see a body face down on the ground in a pool of blood 
thick in blood. It's been here for a while. And as you get a little bit closer, you recognize it as tendon. And you notice that up near his hands on the floor, it's almost like he's written something and smearing his own blood, trying to make a word. What is that word? Your mom? Stone. Stone? Oh, shit. Oh, fuck us. Fuck. Stone. Stone. Like amaranth stone. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Or the other one. Mm-hmm. Well, next we'll look out the window. There are definitely parts of the city burning that you can see. There's a lot of dead bodies in the streets. Some of them look like twisted mandibled guardians. Some of them look like just residents of the town. You think you spot maybe a couple stone burner faces you recognize, but you really only had that night of parting with them to kind of see, you know, who they were. You can see in the distance, not in this neighborhood that you're in, like people running back and forth, like somebody is like trying to carry supply out to the city walls. And you can also see somebody carrying like what you would think of as like a combat medical kit for the Ninth World equivalent of that running out there. And then there's another person who's just like, it's like a, a little kid, but they're going around between the bodies and checking pockets. So, but it doesn't appear the walls have been breached yet. You don't see how walls breached here. So somehow these Twisted Guardians got in here. So at some point they must have gotten in, but you don't see it like swarmed with enemy forces. All right. Nyx will take Tenen's body and go back to the Volink room. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you drag his body back to the Volink room. And she locks the door behind her. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, looks like some mandible monsters got into the city somehow. Looks like Amaranth Stone is here. You know, Jima, she's paying us a visit, so... Oh, good. Yeah, it seems like if we want to rest, we better rest now. Okay. Were you able to tell how much time has passed here? Is there a calendar on any of the office walls? Well, Tendon was alive when we left, and the blood was pretty congealed. Uh, oh, this is Tendon, by the way. Oh. Yeah. Bummer. Yeah. So, Amaranth was through here. I would. It's been... Daniel, what? Nick has seen some blood. She has investigation, if that, if that would help. Yeah, it's probably only been, like, a few hours since he was killed. But that doesn't mean that that's how long you right. were gone. That just means that's when he was killed. But the city's not overrun, so... Not 100% sure, but you guys should start resting, and I can do some more scouting, perhaps with Astor. Sounds good to me. Yeah. 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 Cool. Astor stands up, because he'd come through, and he was sort of, like, looking at stuff on the ground, and then he stands up, and you see him kind of, like, stretch out his arms for effect, and, like, black flame rolls across them, and the flame around his arms, like, almost seems to form into, like, shadowy claws, and he's like, I haven't really had an opportunity to give these a real go. Garrus went down quicker than I hoped. Hell yeah. No, that looks uh, cool as fuck. So, small issue though, guys. If I lock this door, I can leave the key inside, so you can just leave when you need to in case I can't get back. No, that's the best idea. Yeah, because if I die outside this room. Yeah. So lock it behind us. Alright. Can do. And I'll be able to tell roughly where you are. So, we'll find you once we're once I'm able to walk. Cool, but I'm gonna search this guy first. Just eat him. Just eat him already. Eat him. Do I'm it. not really that hungry. I'm doing all right. Dilly gasps. What? I just don't know if being sleepy right now is the best idea. That's fair. Oh shit! Hang on. Before we do all that, Nix hisses at her medallion. Oh yeah, you have that. Coming out of one of the corners of the room, where it's just the faintest shadow, you see an imp approach. Chacha, of course, sees the imp as well, but. Mistress, you've been gone. We could not find you. Oh, yeah. We were were. No, I am A-OK. Had to go to the foundry and do some shit, try to defend the city and, I don't know, fix the guardians or whatever. How have you been? Very concerned. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, I was just wondering if you could just give me a status on the defense of the city. Their walls have been breached, but forces were beaten back. The enemy seems to be regrouping. Their frontline soldiers have become unreliable. Oh, do you know why? No, some kept moving, some fell dead, and many more are just 
twisting themselves on the ground. Interesting. All right. Well, do you want to go let Team Snack know that I am okay? And then when you get back here, like, bring another messenger. Wait, if Nyx eats an imp, does it make her tired? I forget. You took some damage last time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have to make a might defense roll to do it without taking damage. Oh, yeah. So just pass it on to Team Snack that I am okay, you know, to remain vigilant and watch the battle and just come and let me know when the uh, enemy has fully regrouped and seems to be ready to launch another attack. Yes, it will be done. Awesome. Appreciate it. And they fade in the shadows. Wait, Nyx hisses at her medallion. They slide back and show like, oh, wait, you're not done. I'm sorry, I thought you... I thought you were dead. No, yeah. No, I I just thought of something. So I appreciate you coming back. Sorry. I, a little froggy. And also, like, tell the children that they may sow chaos amongst the enemy however they see fit. But don't go after Buddy Cop or anyone super strong. Just, like, fully demoralize those frontline fighters. Like, tie their shoelaces together and steal their weapons. Whatever, whatever you do. Just go full gobble mode on their ass, please. Thank you. All the frontline fighters. Just the ones that are fighting for Buddy Cap. Yes. But stay safe, okay? If someone sees you or seems to be able to attack you, I need you guys to disappear and then go so chaos somewhere else amongst Buddy Cap's frontline. We will do our best to avoid the boy. Bastion is here? Yes. Yes, definitely avoid Bastion. Thank you. This has been super helpful. Do you need a coffee or anything before I go? No, I got this dead body here. But honestly, if you could find any spray flesh or shaper keys or anything useful like that, hey, I'm going to hang out here and rest and you let me know if anything changes in the battle. And if you find any useful items, bring them to us. Yes. All right. And have fun going after those frontline fighters. Like really cut loose. Yes, fun surprises. Yes. And then they fade away. All right, guys, the uh, the walls are, are breached, but seems like the city was able to withstand the assault. And yeah, buddy cops regrouping. And I've asked the snacks to bring us useful items, my children, excuse me, and to, uh, you know, sow chaos amongst the enemy forces. So, and to tell me if anything changes. So we're good to rest. I think I'll hang out in here with you guys. Oh, sleep. Yes. 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 Yeah. Okay. So you guys are going for the full 10-hour rest? Hell yeah. <sighs> yes, if we can. And Nyx will lean her back against the bowling door because she's going to she's gonna try to sleep too. Or actually, no. She's going to search and eat tendon. <laughs> search first, then eat. Because then even if she sleeps, she's just out for 90 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So on tendon, you find 100 chins. Oh. Nice. 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 If he had any other, like, ciphers or weaponry on him, there was none on the body. Hmm. So they were taken. Fair. Okay. I also looped the corpse. What about his tools? Not on him. Sweet. So you eat his body? Okay. And if you're not fighting it, you'll pass out for 90 minutes. And Nyx did lock the door again. I can't remember if I said that out loud, but I want to make it clear. I heard you say it. Okay. You definitely said it. Yeah, you guys take your 10-hour rest. Oh, one thing that didn't get mentioned in the recap. I mean, you all got four XP right. last time as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Nyx's tier six is fuck. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Hell yeah. Nyx has plus two damage to all of her unarmed attacks. Wow. I know. Dilly, your sleep is a little bit more restless. You'll still get your points back and all that fun stuff. But you keep feeling occasional, like, sadness, little bits of loss as those distant lights more of them snuff out. Some continue to get brighter, but of course there's a violence to the snuffing out that makes it hard to ignore. Right, right. And ten hours later, Aster's essentially just been on watch because he doesn't sleep. Right, yeah. Well, Spiderbot just doing a circuit around the room. Yeah, and also climbing the walls a little bit. Aster's actually, like, picking up small items and throwing them across the floor and the spider bot goes chasing after them. <laughs> Grabs the multi-tool arm and then sort of totters back to him. So Astro's been kind of playing fetch to amuse himself Aww. with this creature. <laughs> I like to imagine there was like one very comedic scene we all slept through where Astro like throws that first thing, but then the spider bot just like turns and shoots it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh. 
<laughs> uh, no, no, not like that. <laughs> Is to explain the concept. Dilly's also going to take an action and a 10-minute recovery roll as well, so mm-hmm. Dilly will very slowly, stiffly pick himself up and ready to go. All right. Good question. Was the DNA tracker, that was a cipher, technically? It was a cipher. Okay. So that's probably burnt out by now. Yeah, because that was going to only last 28 hours from when you first turned it on. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Did the children manage to find any uh, useful items? So none that you saw brought back. You do notice that when you wake up, there's like a pile of little like tchotchkes and shiny things sitting next to you. Nothing of particular use, but they're they're pretty items that they found. Nice. So kind. And there is two human fingers, probably from different people. Nice. Nyx just pops the fingers like a little snack and she picks up the shiny items because she doesn't want to leave them behind. They brought them to her. Shinies are good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amongst the shiny things, you do find like another five shins that they had just randomly grabbed. Nice. nice. When Dilly wakes up and picks himself up, he is going to hand out other builder cores so that Nyx has one and Chacha has one. Mm-hmm. Because I suspect things can get spicy real quickly here in the next session or two. Mm-hmm. All right. Chacha doing anything? Mm, what would Chacha be doing? I guess Chacha's inspecting herself to see, like, is she burned or is she now in her mind delusionally fireproof? I mean, you definitely got yeah. burned. There was the spray flush that you put on that, that definitely healed you. There's some scarring, but not much. Chacha is now decorating her scars to make it look like a mural, like with paint and stuff. Mm. Chacha does nothing useful over breaks. What are you talking about? <laughs> Quick question. If I'm tier six, can I still take advancements or am I done with those? You can't do any more advancements. You could buy long-term benefits and short-term benefits, though. Ooh. The non-advancement stuff that you could spend XP on. Let's read what those are for the first time. But yeah, if everyone else is ready to go, then Dilly's ready to go. Mm-hmm. Where, what's our, what's our first move, actually? Are we just going to go out and survey the land or, or what? Uh, I can ask the children what's going on first, but I say we teleport straight to the builders, fire them up, or hit a shop on the way, Ooh. get some things. Is, did it look like business was still like happening or is everything? Oh, I didn't mean pay for it, Dilly. Oh, okay. Like if the proprietor's there, sure, but. All right. We already have the builder course, that, right? Because these, the builder course fold down to full builders, right? No, they, you have to put them in the builders and then they fold out to. Oh, power and change the builders. Oh, okay. So you have to take them to the builders. I thought we just had pocket Gundams for a little bit. Never mind. Oh. Alright, let me get a report. Next hisses at her medallion. An imp fades out so is like, Mistress, you called. We came. Thank you. What's the status of the battle? We have played with many of the enemy soldiers. Many died underneath our coils. Well done. Others are attempting to drag themselves to safety, but the tall troops are beyond us. They throw people far into the air. Oh, dang. And this body cop is larger than before, and there is currently another army moving in. Do you know what color that army wears? Yes. And they describe to you the colors of the Queen's army, the Navarine colors. Oh, fuck. As well as a group of them that are definitely the colors of the Queen's guard. Oh, dang. All right. I mean, that's like good-bad for us. Bad-good. But (laughs) has the enemy finished regrouping? Yes. They were working late into the night, building things. All right. Well, continue playing with the uh, soldiers. Again, keeping yourself safe. And thank you for the items that were brought to me. I cherish all of them. And you have done well. Thank you. And the imp begins fading into the shadows and then stops for a moment. Its mouth opens in a silent scream as you see this slash mark open across its belly and you can see its insides and then it is lifted up and disappears down into nothingness. That's what Nick sees. Cha-Cha, you clearly see Bastion coming through the wall and tearing into this imp and eating it and then as he swallows it and his mouth distorts, 
His eyes glow a little brighter purple for a moment, and then he rubs his belly happily, and he looks and says, Oh, Cha-Cha, I've been looking for you. Hey, what the hell just happened? Um, well, well, you see, um, surprise, Sebastian, yay. Nyx just looks like she's holding everything back right now. She's like looking around, she can't see any, like she can't <laughs> see Bastion, right? So she's like, hopeless rage, whatever that looks like on Nyx. See all of her muscles tense. It's Bastion. Dilly, you didn't see shit, so. Yeah, Dilly's just kind of standing to the side like, do I say something? Is this? Is, is this a problem for me? Astra like leans over to you. This is uh, kind of awkward. <laughs> Did you see what happened? What happened? There was something there. Just a signal. I don't know what it was. Then there was two signals and then there was one. Okay. That's probably not good. No. And honestly, things seem a little tense. Hey, Nix. Are you good? Hi. Bastion just ate my messenger and I am pretty fucking pissed. I can't even say it was an accident. Like, I'm not gonna lie to oh, you. Oh no, it was delicious. Yeah. I didn't know it was her messenger, though. I just thought it was a snake. It's a fair mistake. No, it's not, Chasha. I, I, mm, I can't say he's sorry because I don't want to lie to you. Chasha, I, it's fine. Just talk to Bastion and see what's up. I'm going to go do some calisthenics. Okay. Lil Nix, you want to do some calisthenics? I love you. I, I love you too. <laughs> Nix goes and does aggressive calisthenics in the corner. <laughs> the lunges are deep. Astra kind of like sort of mimics your motions a little bit. He's like trying to watch it and try to mimic it in like slow motion. Like he's trying to figure out how you're moving your body that way. Next hopes he, he enjoys the show. I'm just kidding. She is one with her rage right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, Chacha, you've been gone a long time. How long exactly? I was looking for you, but I couldn't find you. Oh, we were in another dimension. Oh, that'll do it. Yeah. yeah. It's a new one for me. Cool. Cool. So anyway, he's really angry. Yeah, I would assume. Yeah, he's yelling about something about losing a fire. Yeah, we uh, manual reset. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, some of those, you know, I don't know what to call them, but some of those people that he changed stopped fighting. Yeah, now he's... He's for sure going to kill all of them when he gets a chance. Oh, that is... But there's this other army moving in, and uh, honestly, they don't look that tough, given what those buddies of his can do. But yeah, things are about to get pretty heavy here. He's getting ready to assault the plateau again. Oh. I think he knows you're back. I would assume just because the timing seems about right. Yeah. So I'm wondering if this is the moment where we're just like, okay, we got our nap in, so it's time to run. Run where, Cha-Cha? I don't know. I honestly don't know. By the way, I saw that lady, the scary one, looking for you guys earlier. Jesus. Uh, She was really focused on that. A lot of dead people. So real focused, huh? She didn't even do it playfully. She didn't take her time. She just took them out. I think the running plan is a really good one right now. Just gonna say that. Dilly, I think we're running. Running to the builders? No, in general. Yeah, we're not running anywhere particular because we would probably want where we're running to to be a secret. Oh, oh, she's talking about me. I got it. Well, my thing was if we move, buddy cop moves and then... It's a thing, isn't it? I feel like this is a bad staging for the final showdown. Is Bastion still in the room? I feel like I've lost kind of... Nix is... Yeah, he's right here. <laughs> right here. Wow, he looks different. Yeah. Things went down when we were in that other dimension. I got set on fire. Oh, you got set on fire? That sucks. Yeah, it really did. Is that where you did the manual reset on the fire? Yeah. Interesting. Just through that portal? Honestly, I don't really know, because we were stuck in an infinite hallway for a really long time, so who knows? Yeah, I was going to say, it's it's been about three weeks. Three weeks we've been gone. Three weeks. Three weeks? Fuck. Yeah. 
But the manual reset did work, so how long were we in that hallway? Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, you have to get past an infinite hallway first, so... Hmm. Well, that's not too much of a problem for me. I can walk through walls. Oh, no, you can't go through the walls, because that's where the... Like, what was it, a void? Yes. The void was in the walls? Yes. Hey, are you learning anything for Bastion, or are we going to get going? Oh, well, he's going to assault the city soon. That's what I've learned. Okay, so anything else before we go? Oh, and the the guardians are waking up, so he's probably going to kill them as soon as possible. Great, awesome. We We should leave. Yeah. Can you ask Bastion to give us some privacy? If we could get a minute for our own personal huddle, Bastion. All right. I'll uh, tell you what, I gotta go report back anyway, so mm-hmm. I was just supposed to be scouting. You scouted real good. Yep, sure did. And you see he looks at the portal one more time before he steps to the wall and walks away. I think they're gonna go try and for the portal, just saying. Okay, we need to leave now, then. Don't we, like, need to guard the portal, actually? Well, they would need a, a key, probably, to get into the foundry, so... Did we lock the door? What I can do is I can ask some of my remaining children to keep watch on this room. I feel like everything's going to be settled within, like, the next 12 hours, personally, so I don't... I think we just go. We just go towards the builders and face buddy cops. Let's just set the watch, Dilly, and then we're out of here. All right. Dear children. Okay. Next hiss is at her medallion. It takes a little while before they show back up, which you suspect is probably because they had to figure out who the new messenger was. But they show up shortly, and you could just give them the instructions if you want. We don't have to have a whole imp conversation. That's really it. Yeah, yeah. Yep, she asks them to keep watch here Mm -hmm. and to let her know if the people who keep watch die suddenly before they can make a report. Okay. They say they will. All right. Now we got to hold hands, right? Yeah. Where are we going? And we're going to the builders, to be clear. This area is pretty deserted. Obviously, everybody else is gone. Yeah, it seems pretty quiet here. You can definitely see that people have been here recently. There is blood on the ground. And near the entrance to one of the builders, there are two dead bodies draped across it. One is clearly a mandibled guardian. The other is Carlisle. Next, we'll cut the strip of forearm flesh from the Guardian, per our rights. Mm-hmm. And she'll save Carlisle for a snack. Okay. So you're just going to take... Are you going to leave the body here, or are you going to drag it inside a builder? Is it? Would there is there room inside for a body stash? Like, if it was folded up? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. The builders are pretty large. Yeah, yeah. she'll bring him, bring him inside. Dilly looks briefly, but walks past the bodies. Mm-hmm. And then Dilly's going to try to install a builder core into... First builder he sees. Okay. There is a slot. Oh, square peg and square hole. Next drops hers in as well. Mm-hmm. What about Cha-Cha? Tries to put it in the wrong slot. Okay. So you try to put it in a different slot and then it doesn't go in. Cha-Cha, that's the vent. That's not a slot. As soon as these cores are inserted into their sockets, they light up and all the lights inside the builders turn on. And all of a sudden, this cube begins to open, and it seems like it's unfolding. Every time you think it must have opened all the way, it unfolds some more. And there is these things running through it. You can feel a thrum through these builders, and you can hear the sounds of machinery, both inside the builder and outside the builder. And the builder core stretches forward, to what looks to be like a portion of the wall and that wall kind of forms up around that area and you see a single seat sitting there like a full-on executive chair but with lots of other Numenera bits and bobs coming off of it and wiring that goes into the rest of the builder and at least Dilly, you know I don't know whether you've communicated it to your friends or not that that's the pilot's chair. Dilly's gonna steal it. He's not gonna tell us what it is. He's just gonna be like, this is mine. Dude. Well, each builder has yeah. one. So you each have your own builder that you're in. I feel like Nyx would know to sit in the chair. Yeah. So she stashes yeah. Carlisle, like, up behind the chair. She stuffs mm-hmm. him in there. And then... 
<laughs> overhead compartment, just like slamming the fucking lid down, trying to get him to fit. Joints pop. <laughs> uh, Dilly obviously sits in his chair, and then he's gonna, uh, Spiderbot, stick with Aster, watch his back. Oh, Spiderbot like scrambles over and climbs up and comes sort of like holds on like a backpack onto Aster. Oh. <laughs> Where are the puppets going? Are they going with their people? Doll Nix is definitely trying to follow Nix. Oh, yeah. Doll Dilly is always trying to follow Dilly. I'm sorry. You'll be a distraction. Hold him. Somebody hold him. (laughs) I love you. Shut up. (laughs) Dilly tosses Dilly Doll to real Aster. And then Doll Aster to real Aster. Nix takes little Nix. (laughs) Go ahead. He's really cute, but uh, do you want me to just take care of it? (laughs) Um, Is Chacha within earshot? No, because you're in your builder. <laughs> I mean, if an accident happens, an accident happens. I love you. I should, you stop. If he lives through this, he lives through this. If there's an accident, there's an accident. I trust your judgment. Okay. Just so you know, if I do that, I have to do it to the other one, too. I don't think it would want to go on without the Aww. other one. Is it a metaphor? I just, I just need... Okay. <laughs> If there is a metaphor, Dilly completely misses it. All right, then just I, just keep him out of trouble. Just put him in a box somewhere, and then we'll get to them later. I don't know. All right. Be careful. Oh, Aster, we're far beyond careful. <laughs> he turns and walks out, the two dolls sort of, like, kicking their legs and saying, I love you, I love you, almost in indignation as he carries Aww. them out the side of the builder. All right. Dilly adjusts his seat and then refolds into the cockpit. Okay. As, yeah, each as you sit in the seat, you can hear the doors outside the entrances of the builders slam shut. As you sit in the seat, these straps kind of fold out to kind of hold you securely in position, not in a restraining way, but in a, you know, it's like a seatbelt way almost. And then these devices come out from under the chair, these like pointed needles, and they all jam into your bodies. Oof. Only one point of my damage. But I do need you guys all to make an intellect defense roll of 12. 12. Mm. 14. Would this be a cognitive task? I think it is a cognitive task for this case. Yeah. Okay. Um, At least initially. Then that's a nine with all my free stuff. I will make it a six. Third level of effort. 10. Okay. You guys are suddenly flooded with sensory information from these builders. Not just sensory information about what they can perceive around them, but also diagnostics, uh, different system reports, and weaponry reports. You realize that you're very aware that a lot of the builders, initially like stone-cutting lasers and things like that, have been upgraded and enhanced for combat so that they're more sharp. Your builders stand. And this is what I want you to know about your builders. While you're in your builders... Your builders have 10 armor. Your builders also effectively give you the equivalent of a separate pool. You can still spend it and stuff like that, but just keep track of it separately. Of another 15 might. Jesus. And another 11 speed. Jesus. That can be used for effort and things like that. Your edges will apply to these. Mm -hmm. But keep track of the pools separately because if your builders pools deplete, they start becoming less functional, and then they won't be able to operate anymore when they run out. Okay. Oh, shit. Actually, let's just make it a little easier for the bookkeeping. Just merge those points into one pool that's for the builder, and they can just just know that they can only be spent for might or speed things. And your builders stand up, and each of these builders, as it unfolds and stands... Is like 25 feet tall. Holy shit balls. And even though you know that you're effectively like in the center of this thing, you're perceiving things out through the sort of face, for lack of a better word, that the original rights gave them. Mm-hmm. And it's very obvious, especially to you, Samson, as this builder core unfolds. It's not just the builder core itself that came from the foundry. You realize very quickly these builders... They started in the foundry. That That's where they came from. Mm-hmm. Dope. Dope. You guys are standing. You guys are easily, your heads are just slightly above the height of the city walls around here, especially when you're walking up an incline like that. And you can see, if you take a look down below, that the battlefield down below, that like this army that is clearly like Navarrean and Charmant forces 
is currently in a pitched battle with some of those like mandible creatures and a bunch of those eaters that are throwing soldiers into the air. Some of them are actually throwing cipher explosions at the army. And then also you can see a whole other array of them beginning their march towards the plateau. Mm -hmm. And you notice that each one of those eaters has other things built around their arms. Things like picks, like rock picks. And you realize that those things are planning to climb the side of the plateau. Mm. And in the distance, beyond all the other forces, you can see Buddy Cop standing 40 feet tall, ebon and flame. What do you do? Cry. (laughs) All right. Dilly's going to point to the eaters and say, Aster, take out that artillery. I think that'll be your job for this. Okay. Aster climbs the walls and jumps over the side. You can't see the direct angle here because of where it is, but you know that he is somehow trying to make his way down the side of the building. And your sensors on this builder let off a little bit of warning, and then you see Aster flying towards the eaters like a reaper flies. Oh, yeah. He'll be fine. (laughs) I mean... All right, you guys ready to go? Yeah, do we just go straight for Buddy Cop? I say so. Yeah, I'll provide some cover. But yeah, we go straight for him. So, Daniel, with these builders, do our, like, Nix's physical attacks, like jump attacks, stun attack, and all of that, would she be able to do them with the builder? It all applies. Okay. And you can choose whether you want to spend points from your mechas, essentially, pool, or from your own, depending on what you're doing. Edge will apply either way. Okay. It's just that you know when they run out of mecha pools, like, this thing is done. It won't be able to function anymore. Probably try to do a, a wide flanking maneuver to Cat. Okay. How are you going to do that? How do you want to go down the side of the mesa? How tall is the mesa? It's like hundreds of feet up. Can we just do a cool like wall grab and slide down? <gasps> oh, yeah. Transformer style. You could absolutely try that. Oh, yeah. That's... If you want to do that, that is going to be a 24 might roll. I guess we could inspire the masses by going through the breach. Yeah. That's such a long way down to walk. Ugh. The priorities here are weird. And it might not even be big enough. Can we fit? Can the builders fit in the uh, spiral entryway? Pretty sure it's small on purpose. Yeah, it's it's small. Like you couldn't. They probably can't go through all the different doors and things like that. Right. Mm. Down the side, it is. Nix has her two free levels of might. Edge. Make it a mm-hmm. eighteen, and then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh. I will spend my four more levels. Oof. Two more levels of my effort. 17. Okay. All right. Dilly's going to spend five levels of my efforts to bring it down to a nine. Mm-hmm. 14. Nice. Cha-cha. I got 13. Oh, my God. I drooled a little. Uh, did you spend any effort? So now I have the, um, whatchacallit, um, total awareness. So I get two free levels, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's not enough to succeed on that. That being said, once you realize that you're not going to get a grip and you're just falling, you do you could teleport. Just spend the effort to take you, the builder, and Daljaja safely to the ground. But you probably want to make that decision quick before you start building a lot of downward momentum. <laughs> Fine, we'll do it. God, teleport. Okay, so you teleport. That means that it's only 10 damage when you hit the ground, but you're... Mecha has 10 yeah. armor, so you're okay. Uh-huh. Nix's builder and Dilly's builder kind of leap off the side and they're doing the wall grab thing. It's very cool looking. Mm-hmm. It's badass, and you can see that they're leaving these scrapes down the side of the mountain. You know, you realize that those marks will probably be there forever. It's very cool. And they're coming down, and they manage to slow their fall just perfectly as they get there. Chacha takes her step off the pillar, and her builder starts sort of like. It's clearly like she just misses the side. <laughs> and you're like, oh shit, she's gonna fall. And then she suddenly winks out of existence and then appears on the ground next to you guys. Like it was meant to be. Making a little crater where she hits. Oh, yeah. If I can add something, Dilly is going to use his tier six ability while we're sliding down the plateau. While we're sliding down, like a giant thundercloud is gonna 
start to appear to come up over the plateau and then spill down. Mm. I'm using Grandiose Illusion. No, I actually have to spend intellect points to do this one. Very bizarre. And this is an illusion that is able to cover basically like a mile. So this thundercloud is following us and is going to spread out and just engulf Buddy Cop's entire army in... Ooh, okay. Like lightning and thunder clouds and just obfuscate all their vision. Mm-hmm, okay, cool. Nix, you see a very dramatic storm forming around... Hell yeah, Dilly. <laughs> Tilly's builder just like fist pumps mechanically. All right, follow me. Okay, so there's now this illusory thundercloud here... But you're trained in navigation, and you kind of had a plan for what you were going to do in advance. So I think it's going to be a nine intellect roll to guide the people and stick to the course that you're planning. Um, six, but I'm going to re-roll that. Because what is this XP for? Eighteen. Okay, yeah, so you're moving through, and oddly enough, like the Thunder is doing a very good job of covering your footsteps, which is good, because these are big outfits. It seems like Dilly's almost timing it so that the Thunder lands whenever you guys are taking a sort of a collective footstep, which is a little weird, but you don't encounter any other soldiers there. So you're coming back around, and you can see that there's just a few of those, like maybe, I say a few, but like ten of those eaters here. They're clearly, like, standing back. They're not advancing. And, you know, beyond them, about 30 meters floats. I mean, I say standing, but Buddy Cop doesn't really have legs. He always kind of floats a little bit. But is Buddy Cop just gigantic? And you can see him, like, watching with piercing eyes at the storm, but not at where you guys are at the edge of the storm. Nix will activate moving like water. Okay. I think it's initiative time, guys. Oh, fuck. Six. I got a 16. I would like to spend the two levels of speed to make that higher. Mm-hmm. Okay. Would you get Samson? Well, so you have the element of surprise at this moment, separate from initiative. And you can see those yeeters in the distance moving along the edges of what would be a camp if the kinds of things they were were something that needed to make a camp when they settled in. And I would like to offer an XP. Hmm, yes. <laughs> Who will you give the other one to? Uh, what, what do you guys got? Three. I'm tier six. Yeah, but for rerolls. We are two. But I got five. Alex. Yay. Okay. As you see these figures moving, there is a flicker on the ground between the storm and their forces. And you see a familiar woman in a blue nightdress appear in the center of the battlefield, look both ways, and scream. And Buddy Cop shifts quickly towards the sound and sees her. Oh, no. And sees you. Oh, no. And that's where we'll end this episode. Oh! Oh. I have a plan. It involves the builder. (laughs) Stace, something about this episode. I I don't Man. I mean, getting into the builders, super cool. Rest time was fun. Boy, just one thing about this episode. I can't pick. It was, it's like the, it's like the episode before the storm you know what i mean i got maybe the shiny things brought back by the by the children because that was just so cute and so typical okay well cool we have a segment that we do each week called player intrusions that's where we offer you the listener an xp to check out something that we think you'd really dig this week it is alex's turn alex what would you offer our listeners an xp to check out i'm gonna pick something that's actually helpful for the general populace oh i discovered this on accident because of Instagram, because that's my disassociate and just scroll thing. And it's called the Handy Ma'am Hotline, mm-hmm. run by Mercury Stardust, a local to where I live, actually, which was very exciting for me. And basically, they sell themselves as the trans handy ma'am. Mm-hmm. So it's a podcast where you can call in and be like, look, I got XYZ problem. Can you help me? And they'll try and give you solutions. And the even nicer thing is a lot of their solutions are focused towards people who are renting their properties. So they can't make, you know, big Mm. decisions like, oh, well, I'm just going to remove a wall or I'm going to change the carpeting because I hate it. No, it's solutions that are renter friendly. Mm, Very cool. And kind of going with a, hey, know your rights kind of attitude, which I really appreciate. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Not a lot of places focus on 
you know, empowering renters, because I know renters don't have, they have rights, but they don't have a lot of rights. Mm -hmm. So I think if you are interested in just, you know, knowing how to do things like, hey, my toilet won't stop running. Mercury Stardust has a video on that, like ways you can fix your toilet to make it stop running. It's a great Instagram page too. Mercury Stardust. Very cool. Well, if people wanted to tell us what they think of the Handyman Hotline or the podcast, how would they do that, Samson? Yell at us on our socials. You'll find our socials on explorerswanted.fm. On Twitter, we are at explorerswanted. On Instagram and Facebook, we are at explorerswanted podcast. On Mastodon, we are at explorerswanted at dice.camp. But best place to do it is on our Discord, explorerswanted.fm slash Discord. Come talk about animals and movies and plants and all that. And the podcast. And the podcast. <laughs> it is a podcast Discord. Why would you talk about that? It's just a thing you do, man. It's just a thing you do. Another thing you could do if it is within your means is support us financially. Patreon.com slash Explorers Wanted is a great place to do that. Or use our dice affiliate code with Diehard Dice and get 10% off whatever the fuck you ordered from there. Just use Explorers Wanted when you check out. And if you can't financially support us, we totally understand. The best thing you could do for us is to tell your friends, tell them why you like the show, why they should listen to it. Second best thing is to leave us a five-star review on a podcast directory. That makes a big difference. And thank you again to everyone who's already done that. If you didn't like the podcast or if you just thought it was meh, well, there's that voice again, the one in your head, the one that whispers to you late at night. It whispers of mistakes past of the impending disasters coming in the days ahead. It's hard to tell where the voice is coming from. At times, it feels like your own thoughts. But sometimes, sometimes you can feel its breath hot and moist at your ear. And you can hear a faint rustling slide of fingers on the side of your blanket, trailing up from the foot of your bed. Such long fingers... You can almost feel the flutter of lips against your ear, and you freeze like a prey animal hiding, hoping that this thing, this constant companion, will go away before it says the next thing, the word you dread. The one you know will reveal you for who you really are, and you'll never be able to wear your masks again. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Mastodon as Daniel at Anderlich, A-N-D-R-L-I-K dot org. Find me on our Discord. I'm Stace Windu. I bet the word's probably moist. I bet that probably activates you. I'm at Slime Potato on Twitter and at Slime Potato at Dice.Camp on Mastodon. See, all those things you described, Daniel, no, that's just my dogs and Max. After he gets out of bed in the middle of the night to shit on the floor. <laughs> I'm T with a unicorn on Twitch and real to unicorn on Twitter. All right, that's it for us. Hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back next week as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, weekend, or whenever you're listening to this. And bye! bye.